Hello, and welcome to Simple Man Sermons, the preachings of a simple man called by God to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's sermon is entitled, Get Over Yourself, because your focus should not be on self, should not be on you and your actions and your good deeds or your bad deeds, it should be on God. Your focus should not be about on what you are doing, but what God has already done. So take a look at your life, at your religion, at your faith, at your church. Sometimes there can be a disconnect there with good intentions, but not true nevertheless. If it's based on you and your thoughts and your actions, if that's what your faith is based on, your religion is based on, your salvation is based on, I'm going to tell you it's not biblically true. There's a disconnect. You see, the Bible is not about you. It's about God. The stories in the Bible... The main focus is not on the people. The stories in the Bible are about people, and they involve people because God loves us, and He uses us, and He wants us to be a part of His story. But it's His story. The focus of the Bible is not on people. It's on God and how He uses those people. The main focus is God. And I will submit to you in this sermon that the key to living a more godly, more holy life is not by focusing on your own actions and striving for and trying to stop sinning and trying to focus on yourself and trying and forcing yourself to be better. That self-focus and self-righteousness. And the Bible and Jesus were very clear that you can't earn salvation that way. So stop focusing on yourself and your deeds and you, you, you. And refocus back on God. Like I said, sometimes there's a disconnect with good intentions. Just like the word repent. A lot of Christians think repent means to have your head down and be in shame and, and grind your teeth and be ashamed of yourself. That's not what repentance means. Repentance in the Greek, metanoia, means change your mind. It means change from focusing on yourself and your own actions to focusing on God. Repent, change your mind. Focus back on God. That's what repent means. You see, if you, by focusing on yourself and your own actions and your own righteousness... If you could achieve righteousness that way and achieve salvation that way, then what did Jesus come down and die for? Jesus was very clear that no man is justified by his own actions. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If you, by focusing on yourself and trying to better yourself, could obtain salvation that way, then Jesus Christ wouldn't have had to come and die. You would be righteous by the law. And the Bible is very clear, the New Testament is very clear, none of us will be justified that way. If you think that your effort and your striving and your actions are going to earn salvation, that's pride. And I'm going to tell you to let go of that. And why that's a beautiful thing. And we'll get to there. But realize that all that you have is a gift from God. Every breath that you take is a gift from God. Every beat of your heart is a gift from God. The very life that you have is a gift from God. He created you. The Bible says He made you, knitted you together in the womb. You wouldn't be without Him, and you wouldn't have without Him. It's not about how good you are. It's about how good God is. It's not about what you do. It's about what God has already done. It's not about you at all. It's about God. Now, if you're thinking I'm telling you to go out and just sin and do whatever you want because it doesn't matter, that's not what I'm saying. But a lot of people accuse Paul of the same thing, so much so that he addressed it, and he wrote most of the New Testament. 
In Romans 3, 8, 3, 9, it says, People say that we say, let us go and do evil, because it doesn't really matter. And he is very clear in saying, that is not what I'm saying. And that's not what I'm saying in this sermon either. I'm saying that you need to focus on God. And Jesus is very clear on this point. He says in John six thirty eight, I come not to do my will, but the will of the Father, the will of the one who sent me. And right before he dies in the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, not my will, but your will be done. It's about God. It's about his will and his actions and his plan. And I'm going to get to why that's beautiful. How many of you know somebody that it seems like every time you're around them, everything is about them? No matter what happens, it's all about them, them, them. Me, me, me. I, I, I. Um, always a pity party. Always, you know, focus on them, their tragedies, their achievements, their triumphs. It's all about them. Now think about that. And think about how exhausting that is. Now I want to tell you why it's beautiful that it's not about you, that it's about God. If you're focused on you, if you think your salvation is based on you and your actions, when you do really good, you're going to be really happy, really up, really great. But Satan knows, and you know, and I know, and God definitely knows, that that doesn't last for long. Sooner or later, you're going to sin. And if your salvation, if your righteousness, if your if everything is based on you, when you screw up, what happens? Depression, condemnation, you pull back from God. Fear, worry, doubt. Those things creep in if it's based on your actions because we're not perfect and we screw up. Like I said, the Bible is very clear. All have fallen short of the glory of God. All sinned. All have sinned. And Jesus points this out too, that it can't be about you. Jesus is very clear in pointing out that no man is justified by his works. Remember when he says in uh, Matthew 5.8, he says, Anyone who looks on a woman with lust, he says, You think you're a good person because you don't commit adultery? You ever look at a woman in lust? Well, there you go. You're not righteous by your actions, by your thoughts. You, therefore, are not righteous. Now, men, how many of us out there have looked at a woman with lust? Jesus says, you think you're good because you don't murder? You ever hate a man in your heart? He says, you're guilty. You're guilty just the same as a man who commits murder. And Jesus isn't doing this to make us depressed. He's doing this to say that you can't be righteous based on your own actions. He takes it a little bit further. Another man comes to him and says, Jesus, what do I have to do? Notice the focus. He says, and this is coming from Matthew 9:21. He says, Jesus, what must I do to obtain eternal life, to obtain salvation? And he says, you know the commandments, keep the commandments. And this guy, I guarantee he's never kept the commandments his whole life, but he says, you know, Jesus, I've kept all these commandments from my youth. And Jesus says, okay, well, if you want to be, well, he says, okay, then go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor. And the man goes away sad because he has great wealth. And a lot of people, well, anyway, I'll get to that in a second, but what Jesus' main point here he's saying is that you can't be righteous enough to get into heaven by your own actions. He's saying you got to come through heaven through me. He says, I am salvation. I am the way, the truth, and the light. I am the gate in which you enter. Now, I quote a lot of Bible verses in there. You can Google them if you want, but they're all biblically true. If you read this story about the the guy who wants to be get into heaven, and he says you got to sell all you have, Jesus isn't saying that you can't have any possessions if you have any possessions at all. 
that you can't get into heaven because that's not what really matters. Nothing you have belongs to you anyway. All that you have belongs to God. You couldn't have nothing that you have. You have apart from God. Everything you have belongs to God. There's another story of Zacchaeus where the man is literally focused on Jesus. He literally physically manifests this by climbing up in a tree to to look and see Jesus. And Jesus sees that this man is focused on him. And he comes and eats at his house. And Zacchaeus is so happy, Jesus doesn't even tell him to. He just says, I'm so, he's just so happy that Jesus is there. He says, you know, if I've wronged any man, I'm going to pay him back. And I'm going to give a portion of, not everything, but a portion of what I have earned, I'm going to give to the poor. And Jesus says, blessed are you. Today salvation has come to this house. He obtains salvation, not because of his actions, because he's focused on Jesus. Because his actions are less than the actions of the man I just read. Jesus says if that man wants to get into heaven, he has to give away all he has. Because that man is focused on himself to get into heaven. Zacchaeus is focused on Jesus and just happy to be in Jesus' presence. His actual physical focus, his mental focus, his happiness, it's based on Jesus. And God says salvation has come to this house. Even though his actions are less than he said for the other man, the threshold. Because it's not about the actions, it's about his focus. His focus is on Jesus. And you'll never be enough. But Jesus, Jesus is always enough. And that's good news. Like I said, if you're focused on you, when you do really good, you're going to be really up. And when you sin, which we all do, you're going to be really down and downcast. You're going to live that roller coaster life up and down, up and down. Exhausted. And eventually you'll break. That's why it can't be about you. That's why it's beautiful that it's not about you. That's why it's better that it's not about you. Focus on God and He'll take care of the rest. Matthew 6.33 He says, Seek first the kingdom of God and all the other stuff will be added unto you because you're focused on God. He'll take care of you. Don't worry. I'm going to tell you why it's so important in your focus. Jesus says the eye is the lamp of the body. If the eye is good, the whole body will be good, he says. It's about what you're taking in, what you're focused on. If your eye is good, if your focus is good, then your whole body is going to be good. Another passage is similar to, oh, and that was Matthew 6.22, by the way. Another passage is similar is Philippians 4.8. Focus on what is lovely. Focus on what is pure. Now there's a lot of different translations of that. Uh, I'll go ahead and read one verbatim. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue... If there be any praise, think on these things. What he's saying here is if you want that peace, that peace of God, focus on the lovely, focus on the good, focus on the beautiful. What's more lovely, what's more beautiful than God? Nothing. All beauty, all love, the source of all good things is God. God is love, the Bible says, verbatim, God is love. What is more lovely? What is more pure? What is better than God? So why focus on anything else? 
It says right there, if you want that peace, if you want that steady life, if you want that joy, focus on what is lovely. Focus on God, the creator, the sustainer. Think about some of the most beautiful things you could ever see. A sunset. The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God, and the earth shows His handiwork. Whatever beauty there is, that beauty, the source of it, is God. So focus on the source, on God. I'm telling you that's the key to a better life. Well, I'm not telling you. That's what God's telling you throughout the Scripture, throughout the New Testament, throughout the Gospel. Now, there's a lot of New Age philosophy out there, a lot of self-help stuff, you know, a lot of stuff like that. And a lot of that stuff is crap. But a lot of that stuff is true. There's only one truth. If some of that stuff is true, the truth that's there, it was God's first God owns that truth. You'll find that truth in the Bible first. You know, like the power of positive speaking. The power of speaking about good things. The power of that kind of stuff. The power of life and death is in the tongue, the Bible says. It was in there first. You know, go out and focus on beautiful things. Keep your mind on beautiful things and you'll be happy. That's some new age philosophy stuff. That's not. That's in the Bible. God says focus on the beautiful things. Focus on me. And some of you out there might be thinking, what about me? What about my actions? Don't they count for anything? And once again, that's pride. People out there thinking, what about repentance? What's the key to repentance? Romans 2.4 The goodness of God leads us to repentance. I don't know how it could be any more clear. Your goodness doesn't lead you to repentance. Your actions don't lead you to repentance. You being self-righteous in your deeds don't lead you to repentance. God's goodness leads you to repentance. Romans 2.4 It can't be about you. Romans 3.20 By the deeds of the law there shall no flesh be justified, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Here's where we're getting into the good news. It's not about your righteousness by the law. It's about your already righteous. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We're already justified. That's Romans 5. Just to hammer it home after Romans 5, Paul says in Romans 6 that you're dead. Now how much less could it be about you if you're dead? He says, you are dead to sin. How can you live any longer in it? It's not about you. How can you do anything if you're dead? Paul does that to drive the point home that you are dead to sin. He says, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer in it? Continuing on in Romans 6, Likewise, you reckon yourself to be dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God through Christ Jesus. It's not about you and your actions. It's about Jesus and his actions. It's already been paid. It is finished. That's the good news. It's not about you. Let go of that pride. Realize... Get ready for the good news. You'll never be any more loved than you are right now. Whatever your actions, you won't be any more loved than you are right now. You are completely loved. There's even better news. No matter what your actions, you'll never be loved any less by God than you are right now. God's thoughts and actions are far above our thoughts and ways and actions.
how much God loves us is not based on how good we are. It's based on how good God is. And He's perfect. He loves you completely. It's not about you. It's about Him. It's not about how good you are. It's about how good God is. No matter what you do or don't do, you'll never be any less saved. You'll never have any less salvation than you do right now. Because your salvation is not you. It's another man. It's Jesus Christ. He is your salvation. And where is he, the Bible says? Seated at God's right hand. Untouchable. What can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus? The Bible says nothing can separate us. Nothing can separate us from that, from that salvation. Jesus himself is our salvation. He's how we have access to the Father. Not through our actions, despite our actions. As Jesus is, so are we in this world, the Bible says. As Jesus is, so are we in this world. Completely loved. Completely forgiven. Completely righteous. It's not about you. It's about God. So get over yourself. It's a stumbling stone. And run to God. Run to Jesus. Your cornerstone. Your foundation. If you're already a Christian, I hope that rings true to you. And if you've never accepted Jesus and you want that peace that I'm talking about, that joy, you've had enough of trying to be, live a life based on you and your thoughts and your actions and your righteousness, and you've realized what a futile effort that is, Jesus' arms are open wide. Run to Him. He's a good shepherd. He will take care of you. Accept Him as Lord. Profess it. Say it. Jesus Christ is Lord. Be saved. I pray that everyone out there listening to this and the whole world knows that joy and that love and that peace that is in God. Focus on Him. He's beautiful. Go to Him. He loves you. Thank you for listening to Simple Man Sermons. I appreciate it. If you need anything, prayer, you have any feedback for me, my own personal email is milito, M-I-L-I-T-O, 227 at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a blessed day.